and welcome back to another episode of Backing Paper, a day late but not, I trust, <laughs> a dollar short. Um, it is normal service being resumed here with me, Graham, and the ever-wonderful Rachel back by my side. Rachel, <laughs> how are you? Hi there, I'm good, I'm good. Um, not too bad. We have the had the usual um, issues with uh, technology as we were about to start, but never mind. Um, we're only, what, uh, 34 backing papers in and 159 episodes, you know. <laughs> Uh, one day we'll become professionals at this. Uh, well, you know what they say, Rach. To err uh, is human. To really things up, you need a computer. Um, and we certainly... <laughs> I thought you were going to say we need a Sunday 16 podcast. <laughs> but... <laughs> Bringing the air of professionalism wherever yeah. we go. I must say, it's it's very nice to have you back here. Having yeah. another fellow in person last week, was it was very nice, but it's a little bit <laughs> unnerving having somebody literally sat next to you on the sofa whilst you're trying to record and... Um, so yeah, oh. and, he's, he's, and he's never going to match up to you with charm, Rach. So. Oh, well, that's very sweet of you. But it was lovely actually having a little listener, lis- listening to you two having your having a little natter. Um, I was I was sad that we didn't get to uh, to hear Robin as well. But never mind, never mind. Next uh, maybe time. next time. Next time. Personally, oh, I'm quite glad that Paul didn't bring his little do- little girl with him because uh, since Tuesday, apparently him and his wife have been very very ill. So oh, you no. can keep that plague to yourself. Oh dear. Yeah, oh, that's no good. So Aww. it's been a couple of weeks since you and I have caught up. What have you been up to? Well, um, actually, I've been um, busy with various projects and things. You'll be surprised to hear. <laughs> that doesn't sound like me, does it? <laughs> um, I actually went and delivered an eco day on Friday. That was a lot of fun. Um, it was at this lovely uh, park that's been sort of like developed from basically what was kind of, I guess, almost like wasteland. Um, and they've done a fantastic job of, of actually making it really accessible to everybody and making it into this sort of like beautiful space now that looks out over the water and you can see the tide and all sorts of cool things like that. Um, some beautiful views over to uh, sort of like to Wales and Welsh hills and things as well. Um, and so um, as part of what the Wirral Council were doing, they were running an eco day and they brought along various different suppliers to uh, deliver workshops and activities and things for local kids so we had I think there were about 14 local schools or sort of like from from around the area um, came along with uh, with some groups of um, their children and uh, um, we delivered various different activities so I delivered some uh, in a kind of like pop-up wigwam tent that I hadn't had chance to try out <laughs> Um, but I did manage to to get the tent up, so that's good. And lucky I did because uh, it was probably the darkest of darkest sunny d- uh, of uh, like our summer days that we've had so far. <laughs> and I'd been watching the um, uh, obviously the uh, 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 forecast uh, all week, thinking, "Oh, please, 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 be nice on uh, on Friday." And it, it said it's going to be lovely. It's going to be lovely. It's going to be lovely. And then like the day before, it was like, "Nope, <laughs> it's going to be terrible." So, um, yeah, I woke up in the morning and, and looked out and 
we literally had to have all the lights on in the house. Uh, this was at like nine o'clock in the morning. I was thinking, oh my goodness. So, um, but never mind. It was it was all fine in the end, in spite and despite there being you know huge huge downpours and getting sort of soaked to the skin. Um, the kids still really loved it, and it was honestly one of the sweetest things. Them uh, going, oh, this has been my favourite activity and stuff. You know, running off with their pinhole viewers and things. I was like, you need to make sure you look after them and check try them again tomorrow when we actually have sun <laughs> uh, and then you'll you know it'll really really blow you away sort of thing so uh, yeah it was it was lovely um that we got a chance to do that and um yeah i suppose my other news is that i now officially have my analog adventure kits in stock at the open eye gallery oh excellent congratulations thank you very much so those are two things that have happened to me this week there you go. So any, you? anybody who's in Liverpool and is visiting the Open Eye Gallery, which surely everybody who's visiting Liverpool <laughs> should be doing, can now pick up one of your analog adventure kits in person. That's, that's right. That's really uh, cool. Uh, thank you very much. That's right. Yeah. So, um, so they've got a small selection in at the uh, the shop. Um, in the shop that they have at the Open Eye Gallery, anyway, because it, because it's the photography gallery, obviously, of the of the north uh, or northwest. Um, they, they do actually have a range of various other kind of like analog products and things. So if you're ever stuck in town and, and desperately need some film or some chemicals or just to go and, you know, absolutely need a photographic book right now, um, I'd suggest, you know, go along, uh, pop in and uh, and you can always uh, pick up one of my kits as well now, which will be which will be lovely. Um and uh, actually, I meant to say before uh, I came, I was going to send you a message and I totally forgot to set, to send it over to say um, I just got retweeted by a molecular uh, scientist, which is kind of cool. Uh, they'd, <laughs> That's they'd, very uh, cool. I know. How random is that? They've been into the Hornby Library um, as part of Liverpool Central Library and seen the Women in Science and Creativity exhibition that I've got some work up in at the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, <clears throat> and they'd taken a photo of my display case next to um uh, one of the other women who uh, have got their their creativity there as well their um their display and uh, and they just tweeted it and i was like that's kind of cool you seem very nice so uh, yeah it's lovely to see people interacting with it and enjoying it and uh, appreciating it that's awesome race that is fantastic um I have not been up to a great deal the last couple of weeks. Um, I think my attention has been pulled in half a dozen different directions as I'm trying to get our garden vaguely sorted enough to actually sit in, um, getting far too excited and having too much fun about having a new motorbike and <laughs> wanting to go and poodle about and mess about with that. Um, and, and But, you know, I have found time to get some film stuff in as well in the edges. I, it's that thing of what do you do if you have a piece of time when you know there's things that you should do and you know there's things you kind of want to do. So um, mm. it was, what evening was it? Saturday evening? I think it was Saturday mm-hmm. evening. And um, Sinead was out for a meal. Um, and so the house was all, all to myself. Thought, okay, I've got an entire evening to myself. I would love to just go and take some pictures. But I also <laughs> but- know that I have a lot of film that really needs to be developed. You know, I have uh- about, I don't know, eight rolls of film that are just sitting there and I mixed up the chemicals, colour chemicals some weeks ago and they aren't getting fresher as the weeks go by mm-hmm. in that warm shed. So, okay, no... How, lo- how long do you tend to leave them once you mix them up? How long do I tend to leave them? Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean... A few they, weeks. Yeah, I've yeah I've left them a, a while before now. Um, I think the, the Fuji Hunt kit I had was months. 
Um, oh is it supposed to be like used within 24 hours? No, they. some of them are better than <laughs> I think. Some of them do have quite a short shelf life. I, the kit mm. I'm using at the moment is the um, FPP kit, which I think is basically the unicolor kit. It's great. I'm cool. finding it a nice kit to use. Um, but it does certainly say, you know, don't leave it hanging around for too long. Um, the the best plan is if you can do a quick strip test if, you've, if it's been sat for a while. Um, but the longer it's left, the less chances it's going to be good. So I need to kind of get through a bit. I think I've run eight rolls of film through it so far, seven or eight rolls of film. So I need to get a few more out of that at least. Yeah. But, um, so yeah, I decided to do that rather than go out and, and ah. just take more pictures just for the sake of it. Because it wasn't as if I had any particular idea of where I wanted to go or take pictures. Was, so, so you um, didn't take your roll of ectochrome out as you promised to Paul that you were going to go and get shooting, no? <laughs> no, I didn't, but I have been constantly thinking about that the Chrome ever since then. I, I am, uh, yeah, that, that role is going straight in the gambler this week. I will make use of that this week. Maybe, maybe mm. for this, you know, the, you know, the assignment we've got coming up, which we'll talk mm. about later on. Um, but one of the roles of film that I did get developed was the role of portrait from that I shot at the Cassington Bike Night. Oh, yes, your fantastic event, Cassington yeah. Bike, Bike Night. Um, so that that was fun to do. Fun to see those come out. Um, I know I, I, I keep saying that going to an event like that is a real easy way to go and take pictures, and it really is. I, I shared the link to you. Um, with, you I, did. I, I've got um, I've got a smug mug gallery thing, which anyone can go to. I think there's a link to it on my um, Instagram page. I'll try and remember to take a link to it in here if anybody gives two hoots. Um, but. I think I got out of the roll of portrait. I got thirty-eight shots, which for a start is pretty good going. Um, <laughs> From a thirty-six roll of film, yeah. you got thirty-eight. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and out of that roll, thirty-eight. Now, and I preface this with saying these are not amazing pictures. These are not anything wonderful or anything like that. But they're pictures that I like enough to say, oh yeah, other people can see these. Um, mm -hmm. As opposed to looking at them, going, "Oh, those are those are utter garbage, and we'll never see the light of day again." I got thirty-two pictures, which is far better than the one to two that I would normally expect to get from a roll of film. That is that is an amazing uh, um, uh, level ratio, isn't it? Of, yeah, uh, shots taken to shots wanting to share. Yeah, I, I'm, awesome. I'm, but I, I tend to find that it's nothing to do with me. It's I, I found that that's been the case with. Every time I've been to the bike night, I think it's just somewhere that it's because you've got a great combination of, I mean, you know, beautiful old bikes and whatever there. So you've got this lovely machinery and mechanical stuff, mm -hmm. and also just interesting people being yeah. people in the, the best kind of way. You know, because there's, there's all sorts of outfits, all sorts of people, all sorts of beards going on. It's um, interactions as well, isn't it? So those sort of like, I think. Oh, I'm just looking at them now, and I think one of my favourite ones is um, number eight, eight of thirty-two, where it's the three chaps and they're just sort of like stood having this conversation over over the bike, but it's just like all of their different poses are different, and um, yeah, I, I just I really like how they're kind of chatting together and, and interacting on that. That's really cool. Yeah, and and it's and it's such an incredibly diverse mix of people as well because you've yeah. got all the young bikers, you know, on their sports bikes. You've got all the old guys who are there to see you know, the 1930s and 40s bikes. You've got all the guys on their Harleys. It's, it is a real gathering of just complete mixture of people. You know, uh, yeah, it's great. So it's... Um, See, that was fun. Uh, the only thing I Absolutely. struggled a bit with it was getting the colour balancing on the portrait. 
Mm. I mean, it's, it's such a subjective thing anyway, and you kind of have to go, well, I think that that's how I want it to be. That's <laughs> that. Um, you know, there's no such thing as right or wrong, but... Um, yeah, well, you, you you managed to get us our new uh, profile pictures, definitely, didn't you? With oh, that yeah. beautiful well, bike. Well, I mean, I think that's what we've got, that's got to what we're saving our coffee money up for now, Rach. Is the Sunbeam motorcycle? Get that. <laughs> get a sidecar. Um, you Aiden and me on the bike. <laughs> Aiden, yeah, yeah Aiden the sidecar, <laughs> carrying the sandwiches. <laughs> Excellent work. I built uh, for that. That sounds yeah. great. Um, so that was very cool. So yeah, that's been pretty much the only other thing, photo-related thing, is that um, Will, my partner's son, he's gone off on a two-week trip to Greece with a school-related thing, gone to sort of help out looking after sea turtles or something like that. I think oh, I'm a little lovely. vague on the details. Um, and and I did foist on him before he left a camera. It's like you know you can't take your phone everywhere because they really don't want them using their phones whilst they're over mm. there. Um, you need a camera, and so I gave him a little. Um, Olympus stylus zoom said look take oh, this nice. yeah. you know there's a roll of a couple of rolls of um Agfa Vista uh it's weatherproof but you know, just don't worry about it if you drop it if it goes in the sea if it comes back to dead it's not the end of the world but you know at least you've got you've something got to something take out with you. use. yeah yeah so um so yeah he seemed quite excited about that so hopefully That's... he'll come back with some pictures foisting yeah. the gift of photography on the youth of today <laughs> well um, that's the way it goes yeah this is what i was doing i was like right you will learn how to make <laughs> photographs in the sun when we have no sun but i don't care it's happening anyway <laughs> yes imagine that there's sun out there somewhere shall we dive into our emails rage yes let's yes because we, we've only got <clears throat> a couple of emails this week so what should Shorter be a short go. show. Should definitely oh, be a goodness. short show. Yeah. Um, wow. I'll take this first one, shall I, from Jakob. Okay. okay, this is from Jakob Eriksson, who is following up on last week's show. Uh, he uh, A correction for my um, erroneous host, co-host last week. So Jakob writes in, I'm glad the distinguished guest came upon an Olympus Trip 35, but I have to fact check the battery compartment. Um so this is something that Paul was talking about repeatedly. Okay. I didn't like to correct him at the time um, because I'm too polite, <laughs> which is weird. Um, <laughs> but he kept talking about the fact that the battery in his camera was still good. So anyway, I will continue with Jakob's email. Okay. In fact, one of the very nice things about this little gem is that even though it's from an era of very little concern for the dangers of mercury batteries, and incidentally the problems we can now face acquiring compatible batteries with to the camera acceptable voltage none of this matters for the olympus trip 35. quoth wikipedia the trip 35 was a point and shoot model with a 40 millimeter f 2.8 lens and solar powered selenium light meter mm -hmm. Can you tell I'm practicing for a future artist statement? <laughs> Cheers. Thank you very much, Jacob. Yes, quite right there. The uh, Olympus trip does not have a battery or a battery compartment, does it, Rach? It does not. It uses the... It, it, it's such a part of the aesthetic of how the camera looks as well. It's um, the... Uh, the ring around the the actual lens uh, it just looks so cool the the little olympus trip i've got mine on the on the shelf up here quite often people did have them on the shelf but they'd have them or on mantelpiece whatever well maybe not the mantelpiece but somewhere in the in the living room um with the sunlight like mm. streaming in onto the camera and then wondered why it stopped working so if you happen to have an olympus trip 35 just make sure you turn it around so it's not facing at the sun or 
put it in a bag or yeah. something. Or <laughs> even just a lens cap will do the job. Yeah. Just something yeah, exactly. to keep those selenium cells. Selenium. The selenium yeah, selenium, I think. Selenium, um, selenium. We would say anyway. Um, <laughs> that That's that's where they are. Obviously, it's just around the lens. So you want to make sure that it's not pointing directly at sunlight, direct sunlight the whole time. Yeah, and there's quite a few cameras from that era, from the 60s, that had these um, selenium meters. Uh, it's Stablemate, the Olympus Pen, um, mm. I know the EE models, um, they've got the same thing. I think the um, that Canon rangefinder I, I gave you last year, Rach, that's got a selenium meter, yes, hasn't it? Yes, it does. Um, that came in its own little case, though, which is lovely. So yeah. uh, that's, that's all safe in its case. Yeah, then that's because without the those meters working quite a few of those cameras are a bit screwed um mm. if they're not working because they they might just not take the picture at all so um but yeah so uh you know please feel free to get in touch with paul and say stop being a doofus um no don't <laughs> do that bless him i think he's had a busy week i saw yeah uh, exactly and um, you know we're all learning all the time and you know we uh we all make mistakes over these kinds yeah. of things so and to be honest, cool. I'm sure he knew. I'm absolutely sure he actually knew that. But I think it's one of those things when you're there talking, especially when you're there talking in person, your brain just runs on. Um, have saw a tweet from um, mm -hmm. Paul and Analog Wonderland just before I came on the show. Um, it seems as though their, their new competition, the Ectochrome promotion, unsurprisingly going very well. <laughs> Turns out you say you got Ectochrome for £10 a roll, you become quite popular. Whoosh. Yeah. Whoosh. Whoosh, that's how it went, right? <laughs> I think it pretty much is. Um, so I think they're actually sold out until later this week. But he did say yeah. if you go on there, you can sign up to be notified as soon as it comes back in. And I think they're expecting new stock in this week. But I mean, yeah. get on that. It's 10 quid a roll for the Chrome. Yeah. yeah, I know. I did enjoy uh, the, don't panic, don't panic. It's okay. We're getting it back in and <laughs> we'll let you know. So yeah, yeah just uh, sign, sign up there and uh, I'm sure they'll let you know as soon as the next lot's in. As, as soon as payday comes, I think I'm going to be getting a few more rolls because it's just one of those things. Like It's kind of stupid not to because it's not likely to be that cheap again anytime it's soon. Ah, okay. Yeah. Do you want to take this next one, Rach, from John Whitmore? Whitmore? Lovely. Whitmore. John Whitmore. <laughs> Hello, John. <laughs> John says, Hello, sonners. Uh, how are you all? Now things have calmed down a bit. I finally got time to say a big thank you and all the other listeners and to all the other listeners for visiting last month. I hope you all enjoyed it as much as I did. Sorry I didn't get a chance to properly chat to everyone, but I hope those who wished um, managed to get a glimpse into or at least try some darkroom printing. The greatest, weirdest part for me was that I usually listen to the podcast in the dark shed whilst working. So hearing your voices whilst fumbling around in the dark wasn't that different to normal, just looking up and actually seeing you standing there bathed in safe light. <laughs> what a treat. <laughs> Oh, and he's put a little hedgehog emoji there as well. That's really cute. Um, looking forward to starting the assignment. Sounds like it will be great fun. Take care and look forward to seeing you all again soon from John. Oh, John. It was an absolute delight, wasn't it, Graham? We had such a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, it was just, uh, it was brilliant to uh, to get a chance to actually, you know, in real life, catch up with people, see, see somebody else's darkroom processes, how they work, how how it all kind of like comes together and uh, just really enjoy that whole experience. So, uh, yeah, I think I would just say I would like to do more of that kind of thing in the future. That that would be, uh, be my takeaway from it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can't beat with practical hands on things having somebody mm -hmm. 
doing a thing to learn from them um you know we've both done darkroom printing ourselves beforehand but going through it with john and just seeing the little things the little bits and pieces that he was doing and i mean i certainly came away from there with a lot of like okay i'm going to approach things differently next time i do it um it was hugely useful and Mm -hmm. Whilst there's a lot of great YouTube videos and there's a lot of great books and there's a lot, and there's a, you know, the resources we have available to us now to learn these things are amazing, mm. but there is no substitute for being in a room with somebody and being able to go, oh, wh- why, why did you do that? I don't understand. Um, <laughs> uh, and also, I think it's fantastic that we were able to offer the personal service of somebody um, having an interactive podcast listening experience. So they, <laughs> they're there away doing their own thing, listening to the podcast, and then suddenly the podcast comments on what they're doing. God, that would be f- I mean, you know, maybe, maybe we ought to offer that as a service. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's some some benefits to knowing us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are there? are there? I don't know. I think there's I definitely know, benefits to knowing you, Rach, but. Uh, um, <laughs> Uh, maybe I'm overselling us. Uh, yeah. But it was wonderful. We really had loads of fun. So, uh, yeah. Thank yeah. you, John. And yeah. uh, I'm sure that everybody else who got a chance to go along um, to, to see you um, enjoyed it just as much. So, uh, yeah, you should check out John's uh, work, uh, his website as well. So he's the dark shed on pretty much all the social medias, isn't he? He is indeed. And as you were saying, Rach, I think um, we would certainly like to do more events where we can get people together to do stuff in the future. And I think just as a, as a general feeling of that. So, you know, keep your eyes open. I don't think this will be the last thing going on. So, mm-hmm. excellent. And that's it for emails, Rach. Look at us. Look we said it us. was going to be a short show. We did say it was going to be a short show. So, should we just go now? Yeah, I think so. I think <laughs> we're done. I need another cup of tea. Uh, actually, I need another cup of tea too. But before we can go and get another cup of tea, oh, okay. we have got, I regret to inform you, some other things um, <laughs> that we to need to get to. Um, <laughs> and I suppose we'll do them in the order we got them on the list here. Oh, okay. Um, okay. Because, the, mm. we, and we didn't even mention this at the top of the show, the reason the show has been delayed is because we wanted to talk about some news. Can I do the breaking news theme, right? Yes, go for okay. it. Okay. <clears throat> breaking news! Now, this actually is breaking news here. This is like proper <laughs> breaking news. This is going to go out at 10 o'clock tomorrow morning. Um, and that's when this is just going live. So if you're listening to this as soon as it comes out, you're getting this as fresh as it comes. And it's very exciting news. I, th- I think it's very exciting. Um, tell us what it is, Rach. Um, it turns out that Lomography are releasing a new film. How exciting is that? Yay! It's very exciting. And this is a brand new colour Brand spanking film. new brand spanking new developed by them this is not um a um repackage this is not um sort of uh what's the word Ex- vintage stock that's been kept in mm-hmm. storage that mm-hmm. they're bringing back around this is not modified stock from another supplier this is a brand new color film which i think is pretty yeah. pretty cool in all formats as well i believe well uh, 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 110 120 35mm and 16mm i believe Yes, yeah. No large format, I'm afraid. No. Um, at least not yet. Um, but that's pretty impressive, the fact that, yeah, we've got 110 and 16 millimeter cinefilm included in the mix is brilliant. Um, uh, the film is called Metropolis. Um, I'm going to let you have a go at describing the look of this film, Rach. 
Okay, so we're going to take it from um, from some bullet points that Lomography have, have let us know about it. Um, obviously, neither Graham or myself have actually shot with this film, held the film, um, or used it ourselves yet. So we're just going to base this on what Lomography tell us. But um, Yeah, well, we've got some sample pictures in front of us as well, we haven't have, we? So we, we can have, actually see absolutely. it. Um, they they say that we it's going you're looking at a, a quite muted colours, but that there's a very specific aesthetic pop. Um, <laughs> uh, I, actually, let's just deal with that first thing because you found that hy- yeah. hysterical. What well, it actually I, says is muted colours with an intense aesthetic pop, and you like it can't be muted and intense at the same time. Um. I thought they were they were a little in conflict with each other those two terms, but I suppose as you pointed out, when we look at the actual sample f- images. I can see what they mean, and I think it's that in terms of the colour, definitely they are muted. They're muted, muted colours. Mm. A very vintage look, if you like, in inverted commas. Um, the intense pop, I guess, is what you're getting from the contrast because it seems to be a very high contrast film, um, and uh, it's got a real kind of like urban feel to it. And I mean, it's called Metropolis, so you know it, it ties in with obviously how it's being sort of like branded if you like um that idea of sort of like great um gritty and uh, um high contrast images that you're getting um as we've said it's available in all of those different formats um they've uh it's a c41 processable emulsion so that's great because obviously that makes it very accessible to everybody as well um they've Classed it as an extended 100 to 400 ISO range. So I asked you about this and you said it basically means that you'd be able to shoot it. I was like, well, what's box speed then? If that's if that's what it's called. Extended 100 to 400 ISO. Um, but basically, am I right in thinking you mean that if you shot it at 100, 200, 400, you would still get images that would look very similar? They will all come out as well exposed? Um, yeah, I think. See, no, I said none of us know because yeah. none of us have got our hands on it. And uh, and you know, I'm looking at the um, the sort of press of PDS here from Lomography, and bless them, there are a lot of words, some of which I might share with you because there's some great sentences in there which I'm very much enjoying. Somebody has had some real fun writing this, um, but I my suspicion is that because it is it is a stylized film, you know, this is a very distinct looking color film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I wonder whether it's a film uh, where a bit like um, with a red scale film where the ISO that you expose at will increase or decrease the um, uh, oh, the word was in my head. The world fell out, fell out of my head. Well, it's sort of the um, strength of the effects you get in it. If you the know intensity? what I mean? In- thank you. That was the word. The intensity. It was. Ah, yes. yes. We're um, a team. <laughs> yeah. So whether that's what it means, or, or yeah, who who knows? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Um, but um, yeah, it does I, show that it's got a fine cine style grain. Is is what they've said as well. Um, yeah, it does seem to be very fine grain. Uh, and you you said you thought it seemed to be have quite a similar aesthetic to another film stock, didn't you? Well, I mean. When I first saw it, maybe not so much that it has a similar aesthetic, because what I th- was put in mind of, and the, the fact that it says in there the sort of the cine mm-hmm. um, style grain, is I thought of the cine still films, yeah. um, particularly the 800, because you know we see loads of great um, moody night shots with this. Now this film 
doesn't really look like that. But if you kind of want moody, daytime, edgy looking colour shots, um, it's kind of got a slightly post-apocalyptic feel to it. <laughs> so to you, I think, yeah, before we started recording. It's, it's those muted tones again, isn't it? Yeah. That give it that, I think, definitely. Yeah. yeah. If you've seen a film like sort of City of Men... <laughs> Is it City of Men? Is that the film I'm thinking of? I don't know. I'm not um, sure, um, But, yeah, it, 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 it's not probably not going to be a film you're going to want to use for everyday shooting um, because it's got this, you know, strong look to it. But I think... Uh, I think it's going to be... I think it's going to be very popular. I think mm-hmm. people are going to really dig it. Um, when you hear this, there will be... Um, Lamography kickstarting this. Um, so just go to lamography.com or any of their... Um, social media things and you'll find a link and I, I have actually got a link which i'll include in the show notes you can click on to take it there uh, which will be live when this goes up tomorrow um, i'm going to just pull a few uh few quotes for this um uh because i love i love um copywriting uh lomachrome metropolis play, pays homage to the mother of all colors black search for rays of color in a sea of lightless skyscrapers frame your subjects as they trudge the streets of ghost towns and disappear down sparsely lit subway entrances embrace urban annihilation and take (laughs) portraits unlike anything else and then if you happen to find yourself lost in nature capture shaggy sheep in the scottish highlands It's brilliant. I really hope they have all of this stuff up on the Kickstarter page. It's it's fantastic. I mean, it's, it's nonsense, but it's fantastic nonsense. Um, the bottom line is, this is a a distinctive new colour film coming to market. Um, it It's Lomography. Some people are going to hate it. Some people are going to love it. Um, and... Uh, but I'm just I think it's fantastic um, and I think it's I think it's a film that I'm for mo- far more likely to shoot than um, th- things like the colour shift options and stuff like that mm. um, I In can like see purples and yeah that kind yeah, of thing yeah yeah um, it, you know I, I yeah there's it, it looks cool it looks cool so that's very exciting um, it says it, it it revels in mischief, confusion, love and conflict, an audacious, fearless and daring colour film. There's Those it. are my favourite kinds, Rach. Those are my <laughs> Me too. <favorite> kinds. Yay. <laughs> well uh, done, Lomo. Yeah, well as as ever, we're just uh, we're just super pleased to to know that there's something new coming to market. I mean, how awesome is that? Yeah, it's great. And also I'm I'm really excited because a couple of years ago, um Lomography were real hard down that instant film road and mm-hmm. it, and it seemed like that was just where that was going and um yeah, now this. Um I am hoping uh cross fingers I'm actually going to get a chance to talk to Hannah from Lomography um this week um to get a, a bit more information about it. Um and if I if I do that, hopefully we'll have to we can maybe tag on to the end of um the Sunny 16 podcast. That's the plan anyway. We'll see what happens with that. Um cross fingers everybody. Yeah. Um so that's Lomography. Uh what was the next awesome. we got on the list? Uh, next thing on the list is, was the exciting um announcement from Ilford who uh released a wonderful video. Unfortunately, I haven't yet had a chance to watch it. You have, though, haven't you, Graham? You've had. Chance I to have look. watched it. Yeah, I have. Um, it's really nice. It's. Um, is it a trip uh, down memory lane for us? Yeah, from it when was. When we did our, our lovely uh, um, triple triple um, show one hundred, didn't we? And got, we had chance to go along to Ilford. Um, did it bring back some lovely memories from that. It certainly did. So anybody who's listened to those shows, the, the show one hundred shows. Um, we did a triple, didn't we? We did the triple. We did the, That's the, the big <laughs> triple. Um, 
watch this video because you get to see what we saw. You get to see the people whose voices you heard on those shows. It was actually, it was, it was really lovely. I almost felt watching the video like I was there again. Um, uh, so yeah, really cool, really lovely video. The only thing, only thing that it was missing, there's no Matt or Michelle on there, um, which you know, that's that's not okay. They but, missed um, a trick. They, they did miss a trick, but all the other people we chatted to were on there. So you can put some faces to voices and you get to see the all the places they went to. It's only a fairly short video. It's only, um, I think, 18 minutes or something like that. Um, but very nicely done. Um, well worth checking out. Uh, just a nice a nice homage to often. If you see that and it whets your appetite and you haven't listened to our show 100 triple, then you you, you you can then dig into that because obviously we we had many uh, many hours I think or you know I can't remember how long those three shows ran to in total but probably About not sixteen far hours. <laughs> <laughs> but there was certainly a lot more room for us to talk to people on those shows and could be squeezed into eighteen minutes of video. So if that whets your appetite, go and check out shows one. A companion piece, perhaps. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, Okay, another bit of news for this week, which we should uh, definitely let people know about because he's doing a bang-up job. Um, we had Eric on a couple of weeks ago, who uh, is off, hopefully safe and sound on his great adventure. Um, as Yeah, we as don't Matthew. know, do we? We haven't heard we from him since. Oh, well, I, I saw him communicating with this person <laughs> oh, we're about to mention, so he is definitely still alive. Um, this person being Matthew Joseph, who is always our wonderful webmaster. Um, whilst Eric is away, I have very tentatively given Matthew the reins to the Sunny 16 podcast Instagram feed, um, which should be a delight for everybody. I know he's doing loads of stuff featuring other people's work, particularly featuring people's work with the hashtag ShootFilmBeNice. So if you use that hashtag, mm. um, Matthew may well feature that picture. Um, I've seen loads of stuff on there um, and his great photoshop work and all sorts of stuff so um it's a very distinctive look he knows his his visual style doesn't he oh he certainly does he certainly <laughs> does I, I hesitate to say that the instagram account is in safe hands whilst Derek's away <laughs> but it's certainly in somebody's hands whilst Derek's away so thank you very much matthew for doing that um and mm. uh the last thing i want to talk about before we come on to our fantastic coffee um donors is the assignment, Rach, because we, we keep mm. talking about this in abstract terms. And I thought maybe it's time to sort of firm things up a bit so people can start right. thinking about it themselves. What do you say? Okay. Uh, <laughs> sure. <That's>, sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. So we put it out to the people. We said, what do you want us to tackle as our first assignment? Because we talked about us choosing one. So, oh, okay. Actually, maybe we've got a few ideas. Why don't we put it out to the crowd? And I can't, there were three choices. Um, and the response was muted. So, what happened was, is I ended up just going, well, I'm, we're going to do this one. <laughs> and then I lied so to Aidan Rachel <laughs> and, and told them that the public had voted for it. Um, <sighs> so, <laughs> corruption at the highest Sunny 16 level, Sunbeam level. Yeah, sure. well, I mean, you, you, Aid, at the moment I told Aid it was self portrait his instant response was, let me see the evidence of this. So <laughs> um, that's what we are going to do. Our first assignment is going to be on the self portrait. I'm thrilled. I know. I'm really excited about it too, Rach. Um, and because we're doing self portraits, which is, you know, 
something of self-reflection and, and uh, we're trying to just share our vision of ourselves. The way that we're going to do this is each of us is going to make our own show. That's the plan, isn't it, Rach? <laughs> Apparently so, according to um, our, our new dictator, <laughs> also uh, known as Graham. Um <laughs> Yes, apparently our first assignment is going to be self-portrait and not only do we have to deal with this wonderful topic um, and uh, figure out some way of, of actually creating some imagery uh, around that, um, we also have to make our own show, apparently. So going to be making our own show is going to be fun and then it's all going to be put together and sort of doled out to you over a series of weeks i believe is that the idea Graham? that is the plan yeah absolutely okay. depending on who gets organized first and finished first that person's will go out first <laughs> you get first and second helpings <laughs> yeah exactly well I, I you know i think it will be a fun way of seeing um because i think just from talking to you guys we both it, all of us started thinking about things in different directions instantly not just in That's terms true. of how we were yeah. going to approach the um approach the assignment but but also who we want to talk to as part of it. Because you know, it's not just going to be us doing the assignment. That's not just going to be the entire show. We want to talk to people to get input on it, advice maybe, mm -hmm. or look at different angles relating to it. Um, so I, I think it would be fun. Um, yeah, we have got and some thoughts. And yeah, I've, I've started pulling some together and, um, and also organising some for you. I'm just too yes. generous for my own damn good, aren't I? You're wonderful, Rach. You are absolutely <laughs> wonderful. Um, uh, but as we said right at the beginning, we would love this to be a journey that you're going to come along on yes. with us, listeners. So um, the self-portrait. Now, you might hear that and think, oh, I don't want to do a self-portrait. Maybe if you feel that way, hopefully through the process of us going through the experiences and looking at it from different angles, maybe it will change your mind and tweak the way you're thinking about this. But um, I'm actually quite... You know, I'm quite excited about doing self-portraits. I think it's uh, a little self... I think it makes sense to start this endeavour off with some self-reflection, don't you, Rach? I guess. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're right. It's it's just it's just reticence on my part because equally it's it's quite a challenging one to start mm. with. You know, it's I think it's probably the most challenging one that I could think of to start with for myself personally mm. um so uh yeah with this being like a a new venture in general and and shooting stuff that i just never ever normally shoot um it's yeah it's kind of like a whole layered up thing of oh my goodness this is gonna be a, a big mountain for me to climb is how it feels at the moment i guess so um so yeah so i could do with some some buddies to spot me i guess is what i'm saying so uh listeners if uh if you want to climb this mountain with me <laughs> with us uh then yeah it would be lovely to have you uh alongside us having a go at tackling it as well yeah absolutely and as with um previous the previous time we did we would love to have your input in an mm -hmm. audio form as well yeah. um so, so do you want to outline how you foresee it working so that our listeners know what they're supposed to be submitting and when? Yeah, well, I mean, how how we hope it's going to work is essentially either next week or possibly the week after, depending on how our progress goes. But one of these two weeks, um, so we've got the show for this week is already organised. That's sort of, mm -hmm. you, you, you and Aid sorted that out. We'll talk about that in a minute. That's right. Um, yeah. 
Uh, and like I said, maybe the following week or the week after, um, we will start putting out our own individual shows. Um, yours, mine, and Aid uh, mm-hmm. will come out one, two, three. Uh, and then after that, we're kind of going to do a follow up show, uh, which will be us coming back together to talk about it all and very much feature uh, and look at the work of anybody else who's got involved. Um, Sounds and- great. That gives everybody who might want to be part of it at least three weeks in order to go out and also shoot their own self-portraiture. Yeah, and hopefully some of the stuff that we'll discuss along the way will uh, inspire people or give people a different way of thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, I love... Um, that's not I am fascinated by your reaction to it. And to be honest, mm. that's part of the thing I want to look into when I, you know, when I get talking to people. Do you mean me? Well, not just you, because I don't think you're alone in the way that you feel about it. Um, but, you know, I, I think there's some interesting avenues to go down. Um, so, yeah, you've got a few weeks. And what we're looking for, as with last time, is sort of five-minute pieces on your experience of taking, making a self-portrait, um, uh, what it means to you, what you've tried to achieve, that kind of thing. Um, it, it would be great to hear from you Uh on that um we'll, we'll see as i said self-portraits are a, a challenging thing for a lot of people um so i, I i'm gonna be interested to see how this one goes <laughs> it's gonna be an adventure race isn't it yes absolutely i'm currently wondering how little of self i can get into a photo that means that it, it would still be classed as self-portrait <laughs> You know, I saw now where was it ah oh, it can't have been an email because um uh otherwise i would have seen it when i was checking through my emails bear with me one second because i saw a response to something somewhere which doesn't help at all um i will try and find the person who it was to say thank you to but um somebody was referring to an article they read where an artist um uh, maybe it was the artist himself was saying that he does portraits of people and that um sometimes the subject of the portrait isn't even in the picture at all and Mm -hmm. yet still encapsulate that person um i think he was referring in particular to a a picture with the words ladies and gentlemen elton john and he said you know this and it kind of conjures up the image of george michael um Mm. i'm doing not justice here but you kind of get the idea where the the scene so heavily insinuates the person that the person doesn't need to be there to feel like they're there so that that could be an avenue to explore rach i don't know yeah there's, yeah um there's mm. there's a lot to think about with the self-portrait it's uh people have been making self-portraits for a very long time so um yeah we'll have a dig around with that it'll be good okay it will be good hopefully yeah. we'll convince you of this by the end of the week so so i think okay. that's about it i think Lovely. um Excellent. you know a new film a new video um, oh, incidentally, with that Lamography stuff, if you are listening to this when this has just come out, get that Kickstarter page quickly because I know that they're doing, like, as is always the case, early bird prices on stuff. So you can be able to get mm-hmm. this film uh, cheap or at least cheaper than usual if you get on it yeah. quickly. So um, do not walk, we, run. Yeah. <laughs> make, sure you, make sure you at least lightly jog. Um, yeah. Are you going to put the link into the Kickstarter, um, Graham? Or, I certainly or is will. This, yeah. Okay, great. Fantastic. Yeah, I certainly will. Um, 
So that just leaves us with our coffee stuff, doesn't it, Rach? It does, it does. What a <laughs> lovely way to end the show, as always. Saying thank you to our fantastic listeners who very kindly donate um, to to us and the cause uh, for some reason to keep this going. <laughs> um, it's, it's very much appreciated. Um, in, wh- in whichever form you support us, whether that be monetarily um, or through your listening and sharing of what we do. Yeah, absolutely. All very much appreciated. But the, the, despite saying that, we only say a particular thank you to people who give us money because <laughs> um, we are quite shallow in that way. <laughs> okay, Rach, have you got in front of you the list of lovely people who we're going to thank this week? <laughs> As always, I do. I do have a lovely list here. Um, shall we start? Oh, let's. I know people okay. are desperate for this. Absolutely. As always, uh, Fraser Yule. Okay, Fraser Yule was inspired by Game of Thrones to look into his own genealogy, and following years of research, it can now be revealed that his full name is Fraser Yule, father of chickens. <laughs> <laughs> Slavic Carvas. Slavic Carvas once tried to sail across the Atlantic on a raft made entirely of frozen fish fingers. Uh, it was assumed that thawing was the biggest risk to the endeavour, but in the end, the attempt had to be called off due to an angry mob of cod seeking revenge for their fallen kin. <laughs> Chris Mina. Chris Mina's great-grandfather was a famous composer who, amongst other things, wrote the tune that Big Ben plays uh, before moving on to compose the dial tone that we all enjoy so much whenever you pick up a phone receiver. The phone receiver? Because we do that now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hello. Ahoy hoy. <laughs> uh, Bill Thu. Bill Thu believes that big game hunting is for losers. Anyone can shoot a lion with a gun. He prefers the more challenging sport of small game hunting. You know, fleas, mosquitoes, bacteria, etc. Uh, it's worth noting he does still do this with a rifle, so the level of difficulty is very high. Harry Thackeray. Harry Thackeray won the 1993 World International Pea Juggling Competition uh, when he managed to juggle 50, keep 15 peas in the air for over two hours, beating out the previous champion, Bernie Sideboard, in a nail-biting final. But did Bernie juggle sideboards? Sorry, what? No, no, no. Bernie was juggling peas as well. He, he, he oh, okay. was also juggling 15 peas, a, a variety, number of different varieties of peas. I think that's another important thing. You're not just juggling one type of pea, so you've got different weights, uh, etc., to take into account. But he just couldn't keep up the pace for the full two hours. Uh, I, think he have... like, I think he managed like one hour 45. So it was a, an impressive wow. showing from the ex-champion. But, um, yeah. uh, well yeah. done, Harry. Well done, Harry. It's not easy. You tried juggling no. peas for two hours. I dare no. you. Any of um, our listeners, I dare you. <laughs> friend of mine worked at a pea factory. I'll have to find out what. Oh, well, you've got a route to supply. Okay, any listeners who want peas, <laughs> get in touch. Give peas a chance, guys. <laughs> oh dear, um, Ed Worthington. Ed Worthington invented a range of stylish home improvements for snails, including the popular thatched roof, a very small conservatory, uh, and the ultimately unpopular eggshell driveway. Christoph. Uh, Christoph has such a dominant right eye that the right eye won't even let the left eye look at anything interesting, and in fact insists that the left eye remains closed for the first few seconds whenever they enter a room for the first time. 
Malcolm Myers. Uh, Malcolm Myers thinks that dolphins should pay tax um, because no one should have that much fun without there being a price to pay. If they can't be taxed, he believes that they should at least be eligible for jury duty. I think that's all of them today. Yeah, that is all of them today. We, as always, have more people to thank, but we will thank them next week because our team of researchers is flat out digging up these facts. Um, and so we will be back with more next week. Thank you so much, everybody, for donating. Um, it's hugely appreciated. Uh, it makes everything we do easier and it makes everything we're looking to do and, and talking about excitedly uh, easier to even consider, doesn't it, Rach? It does, it does. We're, yeah. Thank you again so much, everybody. Yeah. So uh, yeah, this uh, this week's show. So obviously this is back in paper, um, and um, what we're going to be talking about on Thursday is we're very excitedly, um, Aid and myself had chance to catch up with um, the chaps from uh, Photo Classic, the awesome analog photography magazine. Um, so yeah, stay tuned for conversations with Marwin and Karis there. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to hearing that because you recorded that whilst I was busy chatting away to Paul last Monday, so I've not heard it yet. So That's I'm right. very excited to hear a show without me on it. And I can Ooh. only imagine how excited the listeners will be to hear a show <laughs> without me on it. I think it's going to be a big hit. And those guys produce... Uh, the, I think we're going to get calls. We're gonna get calls. <laughs> <laughs> um, anybody who hasn't seen the Photo Classic magazine, it is a, it's a beautiful magazine, very much up to sort of the same kind of standards as, as Let's Explore. It's well worth checking out and then... Um, yeah, I can't. I can't wait to hear that show. So, check yeah, that out a- on Thursday. And as I mentioned earlier in the show, hopefully I'm going to get a chance to catch up with um, Hannah from Lomography before Thursday. So if I do that, that will also be tagged on to the end of that show, so you can hear a bit more about their new film, Metropolis, and what the deal is with that. Um, so yeah, um, that's good fun, hasn't it, Rach? Absolutely, always exciting times in the analog photography world. Thanks for being with us, guys. Yes, thank you very much. You're going to take us out of here, Rach? Uh, have Go a lovely on. week. <laughs> have a lovely <laughs> week, everyone. <laughs>